Hi, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones, and welcome to another episode of Dating with Herpes. As always, it is my hope and prayer that you find this episode inspirational and informative. So it's March, and you know, March is my birthday month, and I celebrated my 44th birthday a couple of weeks ago. I can't believe I'm 44, y'all. I remember when 44 was so old, like, and it feels like it was just yesterday I was celebrating my 40th birthday. It literally, literally feels like that was last year um, that I celebrated my 40th birthday, but I'm grateful. You know, not too many people, you know, not a lot of people have seen 44 years of life and I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for, you know, life in general. And I'm so blessed um, with friends and loved ones who, you know, really care about me and made sure that my birthday was special. Um, what did I do for my birthday? You may be asking. Well, all I did really was I pampered myself. You know, my friends and family, they called, they sent me, um, money <laughs> so that I could have a great birthday. And what I did with that money is I actually pampered myself. I had a spa day. I went and got my nails done. Um, I went shopping, had a great lunch and I actually didn't spend it with anyone except for my sister. Um, because the majority of my close friends don't live in the same town as I do. Um, and the only other one, um, that lives here, she was booked to capacity and I understand she runs a a really successful business. So I understood that she couldn't really take the time out to spend with me on that particular day because it was in the middle of the week, but we really enjoyed each other that weekend. So I'm just grateful um, for the friends and family that I had to make sure my day on a Tuesday <laughs> was um, beautiful and it was beautiful weather here and I just thoroughly enjoyed myself and I felt like a princess. <laughs> so yeah, so um, and thank you to everyone um, in the, D- the DWH group who gave me birthday shout outs. I really appreciate it. All right, so let's get into this episode. On this episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with Belize Spivey. Um, I found Belize um, just through doing a search for herpes group on Facebook. And I've been a member of her group for, I want to say maybe three years. Haven't been that active in her group, but I really did enjoy, um, what I enjoyed about Belize's group is that the members are very interactive. Um, so I would see a lot of stories like women who is, is mainly women. I haven't seen any men in that group, but it was women who were sharing their success stories, um, finding love and talking about, you know, their disclosure experiences. So it was always nice to see um, the positives, um, which is what I was hoping and I think we are bringing to um, DWH. Um, But I just love the interactions that the women have there. Um, And Belize is a very um, interactive member of her group. She does a lot of videos on her Facebook group. She does YouTube. Um, She wrote a book and she's now planning a retreat, um, which I don't know if she's making that public yet, but, um, she is planning a retreat for women who would like to come together and bond, um, which I think is really important. Um, she also does life coaching, um, for those who are still having difficulties with Um, dealing with the diagnosis of herpes. So she provides one-on-one life coaching um, to those women as well. Um, Belisa's community is mainly geared towards the African-American community, but I wanted to bring her on um, because I thought she had um, a great spirit and I loved her enthusiasm when it comes to supporting this community. So without further ado, let's get started with the interview. Hey, are you there? Are you listening? Come here, I got a secret to share with you. It's a private group on Facebook called DWH. (laughs) 
Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones. Yes, I've created a private Facebook group called DWH, which stands for Dating with Herpes. So how do you get to this group? Well, you have to go to facebook.com forward slash Yahira.Jones.1. Again, that is facebook.com forward slash Y-A-H-I-R-A dot J-O-N-E-S dot the number one. That's the first step. Once you're there, I need you to send me an inbox message stating that you would like to join the Dating with Herpes private group. Once you've sent me that message, I will send you an invitation so that you can join the link. Now, this is a brand new page, so there's not a lot of content on the Hybrid Jones profile page, but I do have content on the group page. So again, go to my Facebook page, Yahira.Jones.1. Send me an inbox message saying that you would like to join the group and then I will send you an invitation. That's the only way to join at this time, but I want this to be a place where all of my listeners can come, share their stories with other listeners, and just be a community with each other. There are other, of course, herpes sites out there on Facebook, but this one I've created especially for you. So join me there. See you soon. So today I have the pleasure of speaking with herpes advocate, STD life coach, social media influencer, author, and entrepreneur, Belize Spivey. Belize, welcome to Dating with Herpes. I'm so glad you were able to join me today. Thank you so much, girl. Oh, you did that. I sound so <laughs> <laughs> Well, you are. <laughs> I you... love to hear my own credentials. I'm like, you got to do that, well, you are you are amazing support for our community. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me as well as my listeners today. I wanted to first start off by saying that I've been a quiet member of your Facebook group, The Overcomers. And by the way, I love that name, <laughs> The Overcomers. Um, I've been a private member for a few years now, and I actually was a member before I even started my own Facebook group. And I always loved seeing the stories. I loved seeing how the members in your group supported each other. And I realized that I needed that for my podcast, you know, listeners so that they can be able to kind of support one another. It's great that I was able to, you know, email them back, but it was just me. So I wanted them to see it wasn't just me, but there was a community of people that was willing to support them. So thank you for showing me the way and inspiring me to do oh, that myself. So when did you start the Overcomers group and why did you feel that it was important to have? Okay, so um, I started the Overcomer group because it wasn't a, it wasn't no open black, like African-American or black or melanin sister advocating. So after starting on YouTube and becoming the first African-American woman to start a YouTube channel and still the biggest YouTube channel, I said, you know what? People kept asking me, we need to support group, we need to support group. I said, but I ain't going to be secretive. <laughs> right. Because I'm sick of, it's hard, man. It's so hard to find support groups. It shouldn't be that hard. It's a cult. Yeah. It's hard to find it. You got to be initiated in. You got to prove that you got hurt. It's crazy. <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> That means somebody got to know you have herpes to get you in the world. Like, wow. it, I didn't like that. Yeah. I was like, y'all, isn't that hard to be healed? It shouldn't be that hard to be healed. Right. Who understand? So I was like, I didn't want that. I wanted to be open. But in the beginning, when I first started, I think it was 2009. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 2009 and the fall of 2009. Um, or 2000, I can't remember. Um, wasn't 2009 at all? It was something like that, girl. Don't. <laughs> but anyway, when I started it, it was because people on YouTube were saying we need a group. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to do it because I was like, if I'm going to do this, we're going to do this right. I'm not with this mess. We're not bickering. Mm -hmm. We got enough that going on. Remember, we're not friends. We're here to support. Right. right. I know real sisterhood because I have been blessed enough to have it. Some women ain't got no friends, especially black women. So I, I knew the importance of, 
of keeping drama down and, and setting the tone. But right. I was like, ooh, I got different people in walks of life. I don't know how I'm going to do for this um, all by myself. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want, I didn't have admins in the beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. At first I did, but they were close friends of mine first and they were clients. So I was like, I know y'all, y'all gonna have my back. But in the beginning, I had to, I navigated by myself because I, y'all are going to be little me's. Yeah. Y'all give, y'all gonna give. You see that in the group. That's what you yeah. I say. Um, I was like, at the end of the day, what I give, I want to see in this group all the time. So I did that consistently for over a year of giving the same type of energy. Like, we're positive here. Even when new women came in and you know that drop of energy go down. Right. You know, go with a group of new people. But we made sure to bring it back up. I'm like, we got new people, ladies. Let's, you know what to do. Love right, on Right, right. Support them in the DMs. I will say that um, because I do now have my own group. It is a private group. And I, I've no noticed, I've noticed this. I'm saying that to say this. I've noticed that um, when new people do come in, they're concerned about who all else is in the group. Can anyone yep. else see me? Who are, yep. who are the outside? Are there any outside people? So I did make it a private group just for my listeners. I may in the future do something else, but I did want to create. I know it's a sensitive topic, especially when their first diagnosis, and that's a, a lot of people who reach out to me is when they're newly diagnosed. Mm-hmm. And so they want to feel safe and they don't want to yep. feel judged. So I said, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, we're going to create that space so that they don't. But I love your group because I love your group too, because it's just, you know, people just sharing, sharing, sharing. And I oh, know in my group. <laughs> Right. And that's the reason why I'm still a member of your group, even though I have my own, because in my group, I love my listeners and I love everyone who's in there. And and it's a great support system. Always say, you know, this is a safe zone. Like this is the place you want to come where you don't have anyone else to ask those questions. We've been through it. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we are all in this together. This is a community and we're here to be here for each other. Absolutely, I agree. Well, can I give you a, like a little advice, mm-hmm. that they, like to help them? The biggest thing to do is you you create the tone. Mm-hmm. You want them to be open. You need to get wide open. You know, in that group, I told everything. I told y'all when I was having sex. I told y'all <laughs> I was dating. I told y'all yeah. everything to realize like I'm your girlfriend. Yeah, and you know, like you tell your girlfriend stuff because she tell you stuff. But if you don't tell your girlfriend nothing, she don't tell you nothing. Right, like, right. But I would say, you know. Yeah, you still keep your distance. You you know, got to learn privacy, so stuff you keep to yourself. Um, but at the end of the day, I feel like if you want these ladies to truly be open, get real open with them. Right. Like, what you want them to be open with, you be open with. And they're like, well, she do it, so I'll do it. And if you consistently do it, other ladies going to pick up. And they're like, girl, you can talk. She told da-da-da-da-da. Let's <laughs> tell da-da-da-da-da. You know, girls, we jump on the Yes. Bed. And you know what? I, I do do that. And at times, just like you said, I'm like, dog, I, maybe I overshare too much. Maybe I say too much. You know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I've been cr- I've been crying on their boohoo crying that's good. sometimes. <laughs> but you know, it's human, right? And that's and that's the point. I don't do it on on the Facebook group, but I do it more so in my podcast. Um, yeah. You know, where I've you know had anxiety about sleeping with someone without a condom. You know, like I said to myself, I would never do that again and then I did it and I had that human moment like what the hell did I just do you know like You're now I'm that whole feeling. that's what you were trying to get <laughs> <laughs> that's what you were trying to do man. but it was the anxiety after I was like oh my god you know like cause this was somebody who didn't have herpes and so now I was scared like oh what if I was having an outbreak and I didn't know you know I was having all of those mixed emotions. So I think they, you know, was like, well, she is really, you know, sharing a lot. So but I love those moments mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, it shows that even as an advocate, we still navigate it. Right. Like nobody ever just arrived. That right. doesn't exist in anything that you do. And I think that's the thing, you know, in life, we see people on certain levels and you think, they don't have those type of issues. Baby, we yes, still we, going through it. <laughs> we still go through it. We still get nervous. We still mm-hmm. get, you know, we still deal with the rejection of things. Yes. Still build our own confidence and loving ourselves and all this other stuff. And don't add being an advocate. Now we got another layer. <laughs> of, now you really got to stop being all that I bring to the table. So, yeah. 
So you mentioned 2009 is when you started the Overcomers. When were you diagnosed with herpes, if you don't mind me asking? Matter of fact, that's wrong. It was 2000, and I found out in 2009. Okay. So that was like 2000, probably 15, 16. It's like that. I know it's off. But I found out April 2009. Um, I was a sophomore at Auburn University. I had just transferred from um, Tuskegee University to you, you know. Um, I still feel like I graduated from there, but... <laughs> but um, I was, I mean, I was new. I went to all black school and then switched over to predominantly white. I was in shock. Mm-hmm. Like, I never went to a white school ever in my life. Even though I didn't have a problem with mixing and mingling, mm-hmm. um, it was just a culture shock. Mm-hmm. Like, it was hard. Um, and the community there was small and funky. I had to bougie. Um, so I had to fit. It was hard for me to fit. Um, I started to get really social on campus because I'm a social butterfly, so I started... I can tell. um, Yeah, so I started to get, you know, it it was so much to do on the campus, so I started to volunteer and stuff, and I ran into this guy, met him, he was cute, he was transferred too, so we just hit it off, Um, we hung out a couple of times, um, and then he was like, oh, you know, you want to spend a night? Mm, I'm drunk, you're drunk, let's go, you know, type thing. We did use protection, things like that. Literally, the next morning, I had the most irritation. You know, any woman, you know, the first irritation, you just assuming that you tear. Mm-hmm. That's normal. Irritation, sometimes it can just be bacterial vaginosis. Just body chemistry don't mix. Right. Because um, I wasn't tripping. But as I kept walking, it started to increase. I was like, whoa. What's going I on? I didn't have sex for a while. So I was like, this is not my first around. So now I'm ready. Normal, you know, type thing. I get back to my dorm, about to take a shower, and I looked. Oh my god, girl, I have blisters, and I was yeah. like, Whoa! you know, type thing. Um, I called, you know, at the time, a girl that I was close to, she was a friend of mine, she was in school for nursing, but she had already she found out she had HIV the year before, so mm-hmm. I, I had somebody who would understand mm-hmm. all the emotions of having something that you quote unquote can't get rid of. So I was like, Oh god, she was like, You're gonna be okay. She started on her, she said, yeah, it sounded like herpes. I'm like, I know, I know, I know, um, type thing. Even though I didn't know a lot about herpes, I was like, it ain't nothing else that come up with bugs, you know, mm-hmm. syphilis. But I was like, I don't think it's that, you know, type thing. So I was freaking out. I reached out to him. I was like, when last time you tested, even though, should have asked before, but regardless of those on. But at the end of the day, um, he was like, you know, I'm here for you. You know, get tested. Let me know. Found out literally later he did not have it. I did not get it from him. Oh, wow. I'll tell anybody, herpes do not pop up the same day. Right. That you just have your, you could be having your initial outbreak just because you have herpes doesn't mean you have your initial outbreak right away. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. I tell anybody, look at it like COVID. I love COVID at this point now because I can use it. To- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said, you like COVID. You can have COVID for two weeks and don't know it. Yeah, because you know, when you, like, was, when you was just explaining that, I was like, the same day? Like, <laughs> right. It doesn't work like that. Some right. People who get COVID and never having symptoms. And then people who get COVID, and I mean, they get sick, like, Ugh. you know, mm-hmm. it's like it gets sick automatically. But that's not the case. Everybody's just different. Yeah. Everybody's different. It has a, a two week span that it can kind of just be there. That's mm-hmm. how a virus works. It can just be there. It takes a little bit a minute for your body to say, hold up, we got to. Got an invader. Let's do something. Yeah. You know, your body goes into uh, fever. Like, it's like you, you're getting the flu mm-hmm. um, type things. And then some people get bumps. Some people itch. Sometimes it burns. It's just everybody's different. I think that was the, for me, I had the typical what herpes would look like. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't have that where it's easy for you to kind of brush over. But yeah, my, my experience. I out. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I said that's how I found out. Um, oh. My, yeah, that was the beginning of a new life. <laughs> yeah, my experience was a little similar too. It, it took about a week for it to pop up on me, but I did know someone else who had it. One of my best friends had it. So when I started seeing those symptoms, I was like, girl, please tell you me already- this is not what I think it is. And she was like, yeah, I think it is. And we went to the doctors together. Like she, she took, we went to the clinic basically. And, mm-hmm. you know, I talked to someone and it was like, well, you have to get, you know, go to a doctor's appointment. We can't do that here. But she was willing to go with me. Cause she was just like, you know, I've been through it and you're going to be okay. You know, like that. So let's talk a little bit about your path to becoming a herpes advocate, life coach, all of the things that you do. What prompted you to step up to the mic to talk about the topic that still has a stigma? You know, it's one thing to know about it, but what made, what gave you the, you know, what made you want to do the Overcomers group and, 
and also, you know, do all of the advocacy stuff that you're doing? Um, I could be honest. I've always been a person for the underdog. Mm-hmm. I've been like that. I was younger. I always had a loud mouth. I would say what I want, what I want, and how I want. Baby, that was. <laughs> I just got you know, tactful over the years, but and I was always like that. Um, and I just felt like I kind of was like you, you. It, it, it's gonna work for you. Mm-hmm. Other people, you know, they gotta see somebody who don't care. And I, if you don't, if you don't know me from the outside, I'm confident it's crap. Mm. Y'all won't know I have my own issues. Right. But I come off this bold and confident all the time. <laughs> and it, you got to come off like that even when you don't feel it. Right. Anybody who's an advocate, <laughs> we come off super bold. We be mm-hmm. scared as crap. Confidence is just there, but that has to be something that's just natural. So I feel like, you know, he utilized the fact I was naturally a bubbly person. I was naturally a person who was not scared to talk to people. I'm willing to have the hard conversations. So I feel like he just used my natural gifts. Um, and when I decided to do it, I was married. Mm-hmm. Like, married. And um, I... I had my bachelor's in business administration and I was getting my master's. I was going to be a counselor. And I was like, oh man, this would be dope. You know, if I can find a way to help people. I kept trying to figure out a way to help the Herbie's community. Mm-hmm. Um, so I chose not to be a counselor because it was going to take too long. Um, so I was like, oh, life coaching. That's when life coaching became very popular. Right. So I got my services counseling so I still have a background in counseling but my main focus was support groups and counseling like I was learning how to facilitate that was my whole study which is crazy which I started groups right (laughs) so I did that um it's a couple of years I did it in the background for a while um in private groups and you know private settings and then I said you know what this ain't working it's so many things it's not fair to people who are getting new diagnosis going to Google can't find nobody right so I was like, I was walking down, down, like walking in my hall one day, and he said, You need to be a herpes advocate. I said, You tripping. <laughs> like, it's, I got a man, I got two kids. I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm doing the work. What else do you want from me? Right. <laughs> He's like, Do it. And it just kept running to me, running to me. I didn't do it right away. But I kept doing what I was doing, and I started, like, seeking people out, and then I started support group, and then I was like, do the YouTube. I did the YouTube. That was scary. That, that mm-hmm. video went by. I went did that, and then it just kept on and kept on and kept on and kept on. But he just started egging me. He said, you see? Okay, you help a little bit. Help more people. Help more people. Help more people. Um, and type thing. But I told my ex-husband, I said, honey, I think I know what I want to do. He said, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was a stay-at-home wife majority of the time. Oh, okay. Like, That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And he was like, you know, right now it don't make sense for you to work, me to work, we got the kids, and, you know, it's, it's just straining us in a sense, you know? He's yeah. like, stay at home, I'll work, we'll figure it out. Figure out what you want to do, and then we'll go from there. Which I'm grateful for him, I love him forever for um, allowing me to have that space. Because he could have forced me to go to work, even though every time I went to work, I always had to come back home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I think it was because, like, you need to sit down and figure out your purpose. Right. So I was able to do that. And one morning I woke up and I was like, babe, I don't know. Oh, and the day before, I know what I want to do. And on a Sunday morning, I posted on Instagram. And the whole world knew. Instagram and Facebook. And he he had to deal with the heat. Boy, oh, the heat came to him like I was dying. They thought I had It was crazy. Everyone was like, I'm here for you. I said, I'm not dying. <laughs> Do you see this man and these two kids? <laughs> we are living, baby. We got our own place, got cars. What do you mean? <laughs> you know, but it opened things. He was supportive um, to me in, in a silent way. Mm-hmm. He was silent. Um, Watch kids. Make sure I stay I stayed up late. He had children, bathed them. You know, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He was like, I ain't kidding. I just support you. He said, All right, one thing for sure, I can't stop you from doing what God tell you to do. If God told you to do it, I'm out the way. Right. <laughs> like, he's like, I can get in God's way about what he told you to do. So I respect him and love him for that, even though we didn't work. But at the end of the day, he supported me 100% in my run of developing where I am today. Like, literally, he was in the he was in the foundation with me, making sure I was the kids in the house taken care of while I literally gave out all the people. <laughs> literally. <Wow>. Literally. <laughs> And you know what? That's exactly where I am. Um, I've been doing this podcast thing for almost four years. And I feel like, yeah. And you know, when I first started this podcast, 
I didn't even know I was gonna, it was gonna be a podcast. One day I was in the house, and I've told my listeners this before, I was just in the house feeling depressed, and God, why me? I, I, you didn't bring me, because I moved to another state, and I was just depressed, I was by myself, feeling alone, and it's like, I can't believe this is my life, sitting in the dark, crying. And he told me, record this. Why do you want me to record? You know, why do you want me to record? Why do you want me to record myself crying? But I did it. You know, I just I picked up my phone and I recorded all of the thoughts I had in my head in tears. All of the questions, all the feelings, what I was feeling in that moment about having this diagnosis, everything. I just poured it out into this record and it sat on my phone for almost a year. A year later, one of my friends, we was talking about podcasts. I didn't know what a podcast was. Like, I didn't four years ago. And so she was like, we was trying to think of ways to make some extra money, even though I don't make any money on this podcast. (laughs) But she was trying to think of ways, you know, to make some extra money. She said, well, you know, a friend of mine does podcasts, and maybe that's something that you would like to do. I was like, well, what is it? So I went on, on YouTube, learned about podcasts, and learned about which engine to use, which is the same engine I'm using today to use the podcast so I was like well what can I podcast about I don't know what to talk about and God told me talk about that talk about Uh what you know and I was like God I don't know about I don't you know being you know like just questioning everything and being doubtful I don't know about this you know this is a little too personal I don't want nobody to know my business you know what if some you know (laughs) what if some what if somebody recognize my voice you know and all that stuff and that's so then I was like, well, I don't know how to start. And something told me, and I always say something told me, but I know it was God. Something told me, use that first episode. That's your first episode, what you recorded a year ago. It was still on my phone. I listened to it, felt every emotion, even though I was doing better from a year before, felt every emotion that I had when I was recording it. And I was like, this will be an amazing first episode and I use I still have that as my first episode on my podcast and when people hear that they that's what they say caught them and wanted to listen to whatever else I had to say because it was so pure you know it was pure it was everything that I was feeling people were able to identify having that emotion not knowing what to do and what the why me you know a feeling just down and even though I'm a whole lot better you know, I realized that God put me through that so that I can be someone, someone can be able to identify what I've been through further down the line. You know what I'm saying? And I always tell my listeners, we go through these things not for ourselves. We go through these things to help the next person. We don't know it while we're going through it, but this is our testimony. And then we can come back and say, I've been through this and this is how I got through. Let me show you, uh, let me help you with this process because I've, I've now mastered it. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so now exactly where you, what you were just talking about is where I am. I'm ready to step outside of the podcast and be more visible, but I'm having still those like, feelings like because you know my my distant family members they don't know that I have it I tell the people who need to know you know I tell my friend I told my circle of friends so that they could support me my parents they knew you know what I'm saying my sister knows but and the people that I sleep with of course they know but as far as like my distant family members like my second and first and second cousins they don't know what I have and so part of me was still like what are they gonna think you know, are they going to treat me different when I when I come out? Is my mom going to be in back? So she didn't want me to even do the podcast because she was the same. What does somebody recognize your voice? You know, so I'm dealing with those things. But I feel like God is like, I have a platform for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to take you somewhere if you trust me. So, you know, it's hard. They ain't ready for that trust piece, honey. I don't know Somebody hear that. Amen. That is so true. That is so true. In the enemy. God's supposed to make you put your insecurities on front street. Mm-hmm. 
for the sake of somebody else understanding exactly how you feel. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always say, I always say that he's turned my pain into purpose. So I just got to trust, you know, that this, this is just the beginning. So I wanted to action. I was going to leave it to the end. Cause I had this in my notes. What advice would you give me when it comes to stepping outside of the shadows and being more visible? Trust yourself. Okay. Trust yourself. Remember the purpose. Remember why you're doing it. Oh, it's coming for your head. You got some insecurities, baby. They coming for them. That's going to be played. Yeah. But just know he's playing on that because he don't want you to help people. He right. don't want you to save people. Girl, I think we got a new calling. We're going to save folks yeah. out of the pit issues. Yep. That is a deep calling because sex is the biggest issue with any belief system. Yeah. Girl, what is yeah. Serious? This is discipleship. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't do this type of work because they say it's hope, hope, hope. Nobody want to talk right. about it because before you die here, you came in with sex and best believe you decided to do it. That's right. <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. That's I don't care how saved you are. <laughs> can any believe? And I like yeah. to say that because, you know, everybody believes in what they believe in, but we all have the thing that we believe in sex, sex is sacred. Regardless of whatever your belief system, we all know sex is important, it's powerful, and if not used correctly, it could put you in some weird, weird places. Right. It's a place you do not want to be. It opened up portals. I sure believe it. That's the truth. You know? So, my biggest thing is number one, trusting yourself, and remember you're here to save people. If you remember those two things, you're good. And remember that nobody can do nothing to you, baby. God got your back. That's the truth. Now, that I know. (laughs) Your mistakes that you'll make on the platforms, going off on folks, girl, you know, if you got little energy, come to the surface. Cause they be trying your soul. <laughs> and that's another reason. That's another thing. Cause <laughs> podcasting has been my safe haven. I will say all of the listeners I've had, they've been nothing but pleasant to me. I haven't had a rude person, a person to bring me out of my character yet. But I know as soon as the day is long, when I, when I'm become more visible, oh, they coming for me. I, oh, yeah. I know it. Not- you think it is it's mm-hmm. gonna be the ones that's closest to you because you just told me and i want to be honest with you it's gonna be them because they're the ones that right now don't know nothing mm-hmm. those are gonna be the ones that's gonna hurt the most but remember i'm not here for you that's true yeah that's good you got to remember i'm not here to serve you and thank you for showing me who you are mm-hmm. you forgot you told me you had gunner and chlamydia three times by the same <laughs> oh you want to forget <laughs> I didn't judge you for keep going back to that fool. Right. That part. <laughs> Girl, they quit to forget that they got something they got rid of. Right. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you know that can cause you to be unfertile. You call for, listen, herpes, we still have babies, baby. We can sling. Right. We can do whatever we want to. It don't hurt nobody mm-hmm. other than your mental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that part for real. That's it. That's the well, biggest that's part. Real, that is the not. biggest part. That's the hardest part because mm-hmm. truthfully, in our community, our mental is shattered. Mm-hmm. It is the truth. Our mental is shattered because we're just getting to a place, and I thank God for COVID. As many people have lost, and I'm sorry for anybody who have lost loved ones and things like that, but it opened everybody to really care about mental health, care mm-hmm. about their bodies, and care about what's best for them and their family, and really get out of places that is unhealthy and to heal from past hurt right. and current hurt, learning how to grieve and you know how to function through life and. You know, it just made you sit down and be still. Yeah. yeah. We're busy bodies, like, on purpose because you don't want to think and you don't right. want to feel. And you want to feel. That's that for real. A lot of people <laughs> don't want to feel what they're feeling. But you have to, whatever it is, you have to feel it in over, in order to conquer it. That, that owning piece, okay, okay, I do have herpes. Like I told my listeners, the first step of, of getting past Whatever you're feeling right now is accepting the fact that you have it. And a lot of times we don't want to, like, I I did this for years. I placed the blame on my partner for years. Like, I hated him. I can't believe he did this to me. But I had to Mm -hmm. also own the part that, yeah, I had unprotected sex with him. Like, I played a part in it. I had to accept it. And enjoyed it. Yes. (laughs) And enjoyed it. Yes. Remember stuff like that. <laughs> and wanted to I'm be with him. Right. You enjoyed it cool. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say, 
individuals who have been molested or raped. Outside or, of that, you know, yeah. Those are tough because I'm not going to lie. I deal with clients like that and I tell them, you must go to therapy. Mm-hmm. You must because you have to deal with being taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. It's not even about the herpes. It's the reminder of the herpes. That right. You, you have to. It's not even about herpes because at the end of the day, number one, Rape mess your head up, period. Mm-hmm. It already messed your head up, and now you have something else. It's like a reminder that, number one, you took something from me, and now you left me with something to remind me what right. you did to me. That's not an easy thing to deal with. I'm a strong believer in counseling. Y'all better do better health. I don't do it. It worked. <laughs> I know that's real. I, I've done Listen, too. Not for herpes, not for this, but I, you know, I've definitely done counseling, and it, it does. It's so it, it saves was, lives. Like, it really does. Listen, I'm gonna stop playing and use that darn job money. I, I know. know where you work. <laughs> the they, EAP. They you at least four sessions for free, baby, and then ask her for a uh, pay scale. Right. Ask her for a scale so you can pay what you got. No excuses. Right. I'm a strong believer. We are choosing mental health. You're choosing to, to be better. Mm-hmm. To people. You're choosing to choose you. <laughs> do what you need to do for you not saying that you don't have it you have you have money for everything else right listen I'm a strong this, you gotta shake your booty to be healed baby shake your booty to be healed <laughs> I don't care do, like, do what you got to do ask that dude you wanna get your nails done but go get you some healing right he'll give it to you right <laughs> no baby they will call today my nails on there don't even know you wanna go get therapy right <laughs> Listen, everybody's scenario different. I'm using that scenario, especially if you're in an abusive situation. Sometimes you got to maneuver, baby. Mm-hmm. Learn how to maneuver. Get what you need, though. Now, one of the biggest things a lot of people have a hard time with when it comes to dating after diagnosis is the disclosure piece and the fear Ooh, of being rejected. What hey. has your experience been with disclosing to a partner and what advice would you give to someone who is struggling with disclosing? Okay, I've been up and down. I don't have good, I have bad, but I've only had one dude who had like a little snooty little attitude um, about it. <laughs> he thought I, he, he really thought I was different because I had herpes. I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know. He, he talked about the herpes community and said, you not like them. I said, I am like them. What is wrong with you? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, he tried to take me away from it. I said, well, I still have it. Like, and I'm not special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> negative them you think negative me if you disrespect them best believe I'm coming for your head right. I don't play about my community baby right. I think you the right one I will fight you like for real <laughs> like cause you're talking negative about me you're talking about me so mm-hmm. you know I don't have guys like you know what you know I can't deal with that and I, I come to learn remember everybody have choices right. y'all get out worried about it's not about herpes if you got rejection issues already and confidence issues already, baby, it's about to be vaccinated. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo! If you struggle with dating or choosing or being chosen, you're going to have a hard time because you're going to make everything about herpes. Baby, you couldn't get no man prior. You can't get no man. <laughs> if you can't pull chicks then yesterday, you couldn't pull chicks today. Right. Okay? <laughs> then your real issues. Right. And I think that's hard when you get this because you think, well, just because you were able to get a little something. And I say this with my community all the time. You could, you had a hard time keeping getting a good man before. Why you think, I can't find a good man. Girl, you didn't have one last time. Mm-hmm. You, now we got to learn how for you to choose better. So right. I'll say the biggest thing with, uh, with dealing with disclosure is number one, disclose to yourself. You need to get to a place of disclosing to yourself and getting out of those nasty feelings you feel about yourself when you say the word herpes. That should not bother you. It's nothing but a virus. Right. You didn't cringe when you hear COVID. <laughs> and that's a virus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why are you identifying? Why are you making it your identity? That's the problem. Right, I have. that part. That. You're making it your identity. You're still beautiful. You're still getting your money. You're still da 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 whatever you are. You make it Even so much bigger than that. what it is. Like, it's it's, yeah. not, it's not who you are. It's just something that, a skin disease that you have. You know, it's <laughs> not who you are. Yeah. Like it comes and goes. Right. <laughs> you know, but that's a good one. I never thought about the eggs. eggs. The I can't, yeah. Like, <laughs> I can't even pronounce it. What about you when you get eczema? It's these dark marks. Mm-hmm. Some people got scalps. Some people get super so, you know, they, they, they are. I know this girl, she used to have eczema like right above her, you know. Mm-hmm. So she, it was, it was very embarrassing. 
Because mm-hmm. it was dark. So just imagine if you have eczema or if you have psoriasis. Psoriasis can be embarrassing mm-hmm. for some people, depending on where it's located. You know, some people got it in their scalp. Yeah. Just think about that, y'all. Just consider any other things that other conditions you have that you have that insecurity about. It's like the same thing. And some people may not accept you that you got psoriasis or it's eczema. You know? Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. But somebody else may think it's a big deal, you know? Yeah. Because they feel what they feel. So just know when you're getting back into the dating field, everybody have a choice to choose. Remember, he was just down your throat two seconds ago. Talking about you, baby. I think I got that. You know, all of that. Girl, he still feel the same way. He's just making the choice what he's best for him. And I want to say this for my ladies. This two reasons why dudes don't want to be with you because you have herpes. Number one, he don't think y'all going to make it. And number two, he don't think y'all going to make it. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. The bad reason dudes don't stay is because he don't he don't think y'all gonna be able to make it. Mm-hmm. When a dude think y'all gonna make it through that relationship and all the ups and downs and stuff that he may put you through, maybe he'll put up with anything. Look at y'all see y'all fine. And the people who got who? <laughs> I'm just being real. Yeah. He didn't think he said she worked the fight or she can put up with something. One or the other. Mm-hmm. That worth the fight part, like it, I, I used to use that. I'm not even gonna lie. Like if I, I did it. I used to use it as a test. Like it works, right? It really does. Like if, if not to say that anybody who says okay, yeah, I'm willing to, you know, I don't see you any different. That that means that that person is gonna be your forever. But at the same oh, time, that. right? Because that's what we, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say for myself, that's what I used to do. Like, as soon, as soon as he was like, Oh, I'm okay with it, it's no big deal, I want to continue to, you know, date you. I was like, Oh, I'm about to marry him, like, he is accepting me. But now, now what I've learned, okay, that's just okay, that's a hurdle that we got over. Now, now I know that you're a little bit more open minded, you're not closed minded, you're educated, possibly, and you're willing to see. Or that you see me beyond whatever the issue is, whatever you know. So I, I use that as a test now. But um, yeah, don't don't be tricked and think just because he the person is accepting, or if they don't accept that you're not worthy, or if they do accept, you know that that's going to be your forever. Because y'all look at me like I I used to date a lot. I used to joke that I was like a dating. Um, what did I used to say? I was a. Um, a dating alcoholic or whatever. I used to use some other term, but I I was no serial dater. That's what I was used. I was a serial dater. Like it seemed like as soon as one little situation in it, I would be like, okay, well the on to the next, you know what I'm saying? And it wasn't hard for me to, you know, disclose to people anymore. So I was just like, I didn't care. You know, if you, if you like it, great, we can continue. If you don't, let's keep it moving on to the next, you know, but now I'm starting to slow down. <laughs> now I'm no, starting I, to slow down. I, and I'm like, I, I want the stability now. Like, I'm ready to settle down and, you know, girl. find somebody who wants to be there for the long haul. So, yeah. And, I, and I, that's I, another part because girl, I, that's a whole nother part. We don't have to talk about that again because, <laughs> girl, I can talk about dating all day long because it's level to this thing. Yeah. It's level. Because a lot of stuff, we're going to be honest, we don't know things. A lot of us are dating so wrong anyway. Yeah. And when you get herpes, you just, you're still trying to do the same thing. I'm going to tell you, after your herpes diagnosis, you cannot move the same. Right. Now, I'm going to say this to you, you will move the same for a while because it's habit. I can be honest, I don't just did something. I'm like, ooh, I should have asked you that beforehand. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> ah, we're here. You know, my whole thing is, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. The vibe be right sometimes. You just slow. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, I ain't gonna say it was an accident. Nothing an accident, baby. Nothing an accident. It was a setup. But at the end of the day, <laughs> sometimes you just go with the vibe. You go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And then your conscious come. Like, hello, let's ask some questions. <laughs> you know right. Still ask those questions. Don't be embarrassed to ask them after. It does not matter. Ask anyway. Communication is still vital before sex and after. Right. I say that to everybody. Because at the end of the day, stuff do happen. Yeah. Still communicate everything, y'all. Communicate. If you want a healthy relationship or something that is real, you must be open to talk to your partner about your diagnosis, about your outbreaks, about your confusion with it, your ups and downs with it. That person is not going to get irritated with you because you're down and out. They're just going to be like, okay, babe, I want to hear to support you. Don't feel like you're bothering them with your diagnosis and 
they knew what they were getting they, well they may not get know what they were getting themselves into but they agreed to go with you along the ride and Don't even if they do get annoyed then maybe that's the reason you need to be side eyeing that people like that you know what I'm saying like you can't okay so you can't handle me and, right you can't handle like what is the problem that's something that you may need to be like okay this is a red flag and so, you need to ask mm-hmm. I'm a strong ladies ask questions mm-hmm. I mean hard ask questions if you if you talk to him like hey this outbreak got me down you're like man why you always talk about that right red flag right <laughs> and you asked them they said do it bother you to talk about it like babe, right it that's a good question you know it does bother me do it bother you and you're like man i'm just sitting here talking about it but babe you remember this is in this is something i deal with and if it matters to me shouldn't it matter to you right i'm not as you to understand what i'm going through but babe this is irritating and if you keep on because that's what they do when they really ain't for, for you for real mm-hmm. cut you know cut them off exactly let me put them out too if you live with you. Or her, because I do have male listeners. Yeah, female. Ooh, girl. Mm-hmm. These women are trip, honey. <laughs> I, I be on my being side. I just saying, what? Cut her off. So tell our my listeners, so tell my listeners, what are some things that you're working on now? I know that I, I saw that you were working on another book. So just tell us what, what projects you're working on now. Oh my God, y'all. Like, I got some good stuff. <laughs> I got some good stuff. It's still in the works, so I got some good stuff working um, together. I am partnered with some other amazing other ladies in the Heartbeats community, and we about to bust the wide. We about to bust the wide. That's the minute. <laughs> we about to we about to change the game. Black women about to hit the market hard in the Heartbeats community. We number one. We know black women number one for getting Heartbeats, quote unquote, which I think is a lie. But anyways, y'all hear my kids in the back here. With it's me. okay. Um, <laughs> but and they all went upstairs. But at the end of the day, um, I'm working on that, so that's gonna come out very soon. I say, you know, second in in the second quarter, um, that all that stuff will come out. Uh, my products are doing amazing. Talk about like, your products. I, I like my products are doing amazing. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna say something else y'all don't know. Most people who sell herpes products have herpes will never tell you. <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. <laughs> they, they are too ashamed to even show their face. Yeah. Why would you want to buy a product for somebody who's still feeding the stigma? That's a good question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get. Listen, I don't care what they feel because my product's better than theirs anyway. So, what products do you offer? Talk, talk about that. So, so, great. So, I offer three main products. I have the speed up cream, which is a topical cream that you can apply to any area that you're having an outbreak, itching, burning, tingling. Girl, woo, put it on there and get your life. Okay, it even works with eczema, boils, so much other stuff. Any other skin condition, you can use it on. Okay, another thing I have is itch be gone. We know that itch is the devil. Yeah. Yeah. You know you want to scratch your skull, your soul out. Okay, <laughs> like anyone who got yeast infection, bacteria, nasciosis, you know what I mean with a unbearable mm-hmm. itch. Even use that spray on that. Also have people use it for their scalp different things like that if they have any itching. So that's the bomb. Then the next thing I have is a washout soap. Listen, a black man came up with this soap, baby. Okay? Okay. <laughs> um, he asked me for this soap, and I came up with a soap. Because you want a gentle wash. Anybody who have an outbreak in their gym suits, your soap can burn the crap out of you. Mm-hmm. Now, Dove is, 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 is gentle, and um, Dial is gentle. But depending on what you use, because some people use body washes, it can burn because yeah. you got to open. You know, some people, it's open or you got cuts, and it can burn. Who want to burn it? Okay, right. who want to burn Okay, nobody wants to do that. You already deal with this natural internal burning anyway, so you don't want to deal with that. So now I have a soap that you can clean up good, smell good, and heal good. <laughs> okay. And, so and it can be used for... It for anybody because I do have anybody. I have all types of people listening to me so you know mm-hmm. anybody can use it um, yep. and how do we order where would we go to order products for me so you'll go to www.stdlifecoach.com and you'll go over to the little tab and go to the overcoming store and everything's there good thing y'all we got international <laughs> so we're going international so we're in Bahamas, we're in South Africa, we are in Puerto Rico, uh, Dominican Republic, yeah, UK, and anywhere else you want me to tell you. So if you if you don't see your place, 
message me. You can DM me, DM me on Coach Belize on Instagram and say, baby, I don't see my thing. And I'll put it up there and make sure you order. Okay? <laughs> Internationally known. That's what I'm talking about. Baby, <laughs> I don't send it to uh, this person. They are all the way in another country for, they in the military. Mm-hmm. If I can't find them, I can suppose I'll be right back. <laughs> so, Wherever you're located, I was so happy to have South Africa. I said, it's going down. You know, <laughs> so I have it in all places. I'm on top of that, we got afterpay. No excuses. You don't have to pick gas That's in between your gas and your outbreaks. Maybe you can do both. That's what's up. That's good. Mm. <laughs> and you can make sure that outbreak can get you down. Because, boy, stress is real out here in these streets. <laughs> it's like going on, y'all. And your that products, is- are they natural or are they all natural products? Yeah. Damn, all natural products, um, all organic products, all essential oils. I pick. I I literally created a pool. Of, I literally pour everything that works. Mm-hmm. Super. It gets the job done. That's good. Because I know done. a lot of people. I had someone reach out to me recently because I was not that I'm. It's a sponsor to me or anything. Just found something that worked, and so people are looking for products. You know. Like nobody wants to be having an outbreak for seven days and not everybody like myself. I don't, you know, I used to have outbreaks almost every month, but thank God they, that has diminished. So I don't take pills anymore because I don't have outbreaks as frequent. But when I do have an outbreak, I don't want to be sitting here itching and, you know, scared to wash myself for seven days. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I wanted to make sure we plugged your products. They're natural. And, you know, I love, I love that. I don't play at all. And when you get off your deep, we and you going to talk because I, I want to offer you something a little bit more special than Okay. That. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you know, got sisters in <laughs> now, what a, now, tell us about your YouTube channel. How can we find you on YouTube? All right. So, you'll go onto YouTube and just look up STD Life Coach. Boom. You're going to find me, baby. Okay? okay. Nobody else. You'll find me. Make sure you like, guys. I have new videos every Wednesday at 8 a.m. And about third quarter, I'm going to be running for 100K. It's time to make my channel the biggest educational channel. It's still the biggest educational channel. It's time for when Google pop up, I pop up. Right. People still are struggling to find content. It should not be like that because doctors still don't have resources. Right. So since they don't really... Let's be honest, we want to take our resources. We're going to just make the internet make us a resource. Right, right. Okay. So now I've found, and then I can connect them with so many other people that they can love on and who understand their lifestyle. Just know I'm open. I don't care what you like or what you do. Baby, I'm here to help. Yes. And I love I it. I what you do. I, I'm, I don't care about none of that. And I say that about my LGBT community. Mm-hmm. They. They're my babies, okay? Because <laughs> I understand it's no information for them, and I hate it to the core. Yeah. It's still fast. It's irritating. It is. Ir- and imagine okay. how, because I've had herpes. I'm now 43. I had herpes when I was, I caught herpes when I was 21. So imagine there was nothing like this available. So no. I, I, I appreciate, even though we have a long way to go, a long Girl, way to diminish to this doggo. <laughs> A long Girl. way to go to diminish the stigma, um, but I, I appreciate how we do have more research resources than what I had when I was 21 years old. I felt completely alone and nowhere to turn to except for my best friend. And and you know, even though she helped, you know, it it still wasn't enough to like settle me and make me feel like okay, I'm gonna be okay and I'm not alone. So I'm glad that you're doing this. I'm gonna step out more. Um, I love that we we do have a bigger community, but we have a lot more work to do. All right. Okay. And so before we no, wrap, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I said we do, we do. But yeah. I, I'm just so grateful. Social media have changed. Yes. Podcast and TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and you know it's changing the game. It like is. the reels back our lives, man. Doing those little videos and being able to talk about a little something. Yes. It gets conversation going so we're in a better place than we ever been i give it another decade or so it's gonna be so like what yeah i said that too i said for my younger, <laughs> my younger listeners i have the core um demographic i that listen to me are the 20 year olds and i said for them y'all I, I see the light at the end of the tunnel for y'all we still got a ways to go but i, I see the light at the end of the tunnel it's not going to be as bad for y'all 
as it was for me or right now, when y'all get to my age, hopefully there won't be a stigma like this anymore, you know? So, so yeah, I appreciate everybody that's doing what they're doing now. The ones that came before me and hopefully I'll be able to get to where you are, I believe. <laughs> you are already there, ma'am. You're doing what I did. It's all about timing. Yeah. It's all about timing. We all started like this. Hmm. Everybody started in a group, probably had your own group, and then you just worked up to where you are. The fact that you have a podcast is a game changer. It ain't, I don't think it's any of us who have a podcast, like, not a black woman anyway. Hmm. So, you know, you're in a niche and you're in a good niche, you know, so... I'm proud of you. I love, I love my listeners. They support me 1,000%. Oh, I <laughs> 1,000%. And to say, I had somebody email me from Australia last week. Woo! And I was just like, <laughs> I was I like, oh, it, girl. Yeah, I was like, like wow. <laughs> so, right. So before we wrap this up, Belize, is there anything else that you'd like to say to my listeners? You use your resources. <laughs> I'm going to say that it's no reason for you not to connect with her. Mm-hmm. You got somebody who you listen to the podcast. Don't be scared to get in the groups. Don't be scared to inbox. Right. Don't be scared because at the end of the day, that, that's that one person. At least you know one person who have it and one person you look up to. Just imagine how many more people who probably have even more similarities. Mm-hmm. Use your resources. Stop being scary. We're not going to fight you. <laughs> Let us help you. Same way you can go to the doctor for help. We're doctors. That's how I look at us. We are just live in the flesh, talking like however. Shoot, we probably know more than what the doctors know because when you go to them, they act like they don't know nothing. (laughs) I hope they are doctors studying medicine. They are not medicine. Right. (laughs) You want to know who's real medicine? That's herbalist. Mm -hmm. That's the doctors. The people who use it experienced it, healed some things for real, which within yourself, that's a doctor. That baby study medicine. I don't know nothing. You learned that with COVID, didn't you? Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much, Belize, for joining me today. <laughs> I enjoyed you, Lou. Thank you. I enjoyed you also. That was awesome. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Dating with Herpes. I want to again thank Belize for coming on, taking time out of her busy day to speak with me and to share with you all. Um, I hope you all enjoyed this interview. I think she was so um, just entertaining and inspirational. I just love her spirit. Again, you can find Belize's products, the, the skincare products that she's developed. You can actually go to www.stdlifecoach.com forward slash overcomer store and that's o-v-e-r-c-o-m-e-r-s-t-o-r-e um store you can also book belize if you would like to uh, um for her to just you know schedule a uh coaching session you could just do um www.stdlifecoach.com um to book belize for a coaching session um again you can also go to um Type in Belize Spivey on YouTube and you'll find all of her videos that she has uploaded over the years. Um, If you would like to just view those and, um, you know, gain some resources and wisdom from this lovely young lady. She has a a plethora of videos on YouTube. Um, So again, this is your girl, Yahira Jones. If you would like to reach out to me, you can reach me at um, Yahira Jones Hope at gmail.com. That is Y A H I R A J O N E S H O P E at gmail.com. You can also message me by um, clicking the message button um, on whatever p- streaming platform that you're using to listen to this podcast. Again, if you do choose that option, I cannot reply to you. So the best option is to email me at Yahira Jones Hope at gmail.com. Also, shout out to 
um, the recent emails. I know that I haven't been quick to respond, but um, thank you for your patience. Um, I do respond to every email that I receive. So if I don't respond right away, it's not that I've overlooked it or that, you know, I don't want to respond. It's just that sometimes I'm doing a lot of things, going through a lot, as you've also heard in the previous episode. So just be patient. I will get to them as soon as I can find time to get to them. Um, yeah. And also please join dating with herpes, dating with herpes or DWH on Facebook is growing. It's not as interactive as I would like for it to be. So I'm trying to think of some ways to, um, to bring more, um, activity in the group. And I know I apologize to my DWH, um, members. I know that I haven't been as active, um, on there myself. Um, y'all already know. Y'all already know what I'm going through. So I'm leaning on my moderators. I have two great moderators um, in the group um, to keep the activity going, to keep you guys engaged. So we're going to, I'm going to think of some new ways to get you guys engaged because I do want that to be a community where you can feel that you do, you can come and share or come and ask questions. And we do have that type of, um, activity there, but I'm looking for a little bit more. So, so I'm going to brainstorm and think of some ways that we can bring some fun to the group, bring some inspiration to the group. I'm going to try my best to be more engaged myself. Um, since I've been coming back to work, it does take a lot of my time and y'all know when you get off from work, sometimes you don't want to do nothing. Okay. Sometimes you just want to be lazy. Sometimes you just want to go home, take a shower and just lay on the couch and watch some TV, do some mindless activity. And so, so, I, you know, I got to do better. I realize I really do have to do better. And, and that is the plan going forward. Um, I will give you guys an update. Um, I want to do a story time next time. Um, because you know, from the last episode, I've been going through some things. So there's some new developments there. And then I also want to talk a little bit about my dating life or yeah, y'all, y'all get it (laughs) on the next episode of dating with herpes, but until then be safe and God bless.